The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And, you know, thanks again for joining us, AI Today podcast, well into our glossary series, hearing from many of you how much you're enjoying it. And hey, if there's a term uh, that we haven't defined, keep in mind that uh, we have a lot of <laughs> glossary terms defined and we are doing podcast episodes on all of them. You can actually check the full AI glossary on our website at Cognolytica, C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. Click on resources and you can see the AI glossary there. And you can be rest assured that if there's a term in the glossary, we will have a podcast entry on that. But if you don't see a term in the glossary and you'd like us to cover it both in our glossary and our podcast, let us know. Reach out to us. Info, I-N-F-O at Cognolytica.com. Uh, go to our website, whatever. We're, we're, we're happy to respond to you. And of course, if this is your first AI Today podcast episode, rest assured, we've been doing this for over five years, 300 plus episodes. There's a lot. It's not just the glossaries, it's interviews with uh, AI practitioners, folks who are trying to put into place the uh, cognitive project management for AI, CPMAI methodology. Some of are certified and trained in that, as well as many other uh, things are on our use case series, our failure series, so much there. So, uh, but anyway, that our job is to help you understand these concepts and how to put them into place. And we'll later we'll tell you what you can do to actually implement them successfully. Exactly. So if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to AI Today so you get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. As Ron mentioned, we have many more in our glossary series, as well as some great interviews lined up and other topics as well. For our glossary series, though, we want to present either single terms or a group of terms that are related and present well together so that you can get a better understanding of how these terms are related. So the glossary series goes over key AI, machine learning, and big data terms at a high level. And that's what we're doing on our podcast as well. So on today's episode, we are going to be defining feature reduction, principal component analysis, sometimes also referred to as PCA, and TSNI. So at a high level, Feature reduction is the process of reducing the number of variables or identified features in input training data so as to make training machine learning models faster and more accurate. We had in a previous podcast defined dimension reduction, and so make sure to listen to that podcast if you haven't done so. And dimension reduction and feature reduction are often used interchangeably, those terms. So that'll, you know, gives gives you an idea of what it is. But now related to this is this idea of principal component analysis, sometimes, as I said, also referenced as PCA. This is an algorithmic approach that aims to reduce the number of variables, also called features or dimensions, in a data set to be used for training while still keeping as much information as possible. So with principal component analysis, variables are transformed into a new set of variables called principal components which are linear combination of original variables. And these principal components are arranged such that the first principal component accounts for most of the possible variation of original data, and each additional component has the highest possible variance. So if you think about it, 
In this way, you can really see which aspects of the data have the most impact and which ones have the least. And then you can remove those features or dimensions that have the least impact. So basically, it's giving you an idea of which features are more important than others. Yeah. So we talked about a lot of different things here. I think it's important to understand some of the fundamentals. So some of the stuff is confusing. We definitely had podcasts on dimensions. We had this issue of called the curse of dimensionality, which is like the more dimensions we have, the more data we need, the more sparse things get, you know, and and the challenges with all that, you should listen to that. And of course, you know, we when we talked about that, the reason is because we're trying to ask these machine learning systems to make predictions. That's what machine learning systems do. They make predictions. And as they do that with data they've never seen before, that's called generalization. So you should listen to our podcast on predictions, inference, and generalizations, because that gives us an idea of what we're trying to get these systems to do. And they can only act on data, and the data we have has to look a certain way. And if we're talking about data that like, you know, has all these different dimensions, you know, age, height, income, whatever, and I'm trying to predict something like whether or not I should give them a loan, if I had, the more different kinds of dimensions I have, it's going to make it harder for the system because I need to have data enough to represent all that sort of stuff. But also not all those dimensions may be equally important. And it may turn out that it's not, that the really the dimensions aren't truly just age, income, you know, location. Maybe it's some combination. It's sort of like, maybe I really overweight the age and a little bit of the location. And maybe I really overweight the income and it's some combination of all those things. And instead of just guessing, <clears throat> kind of what combination gives you the best predictive results, we can use principal component analysis to do that. We have another sort of similar approach that we can use to reduce the dimensions in a system to give us some understanding of how these various different um, dimensions kind of group together in an interesting way. And there's a very technical uh, formula algorithmic approach called the T-Distributed Stochastic Neighbor Embedding, T-SNE. It's a very long phrase. It's a very long uh, you know, concept. But the idea is that we could take a data set that has many different dimensions, right? And we could try to flatten it. Imagine you try to squish it onto a two-dimensional plane, like a plane, it's just basically two dimensions, right? <clears throat> and maybe it's a really very complicated one. Maybe I can spot the patterns. Maybe I can use this as kind of like a little way of doing maybe clustering. We talk a little about clustering, a little unsupervised learning, and see if I can spot the patterns so that that may help us with something else. We'll talk about this later where this may be helpful, not as a means by itself, but a means to an end. If I have lots and lots and lots of data and I have lots of different dimensions, it's just really overwhelming. And rather than a human trying to spend all this time trying to figure it out, maybe I could just squish it down. And I could say, oh, it looks like you know, there's a lot of grouping here. And maybe there's a whole area where there's not a lot of anything. So maybe I could just kind of ignore that part of the data, right? And there's a really very interesting demo of TSNE in in use. Actually, the folks at Google have a they, they have this now for many many years. We we when we were doing our training, this the example we had was even years prior to that when we started doing our training in 20, 2017. But this idea is that like maybe I can take like audio waveforms of different birds, for example, and I just you know have all these dimensions like their their pitch and their volume and their speed and that sort of stuff. And what I can do is maybe if I just squish it together, I can kind of see how it relates. And it turns out that it's a really great way of relating different bird sounds to each other. So this bird sounds like that bird and this bird sounds like that bird. I didn't have to train the network. I didn't have to use uh, you know, a whole lot of different uh, you know, features and feature engineering. I could basically just squish it down and use this really 
kind of in some ways unsophisticated approach called TSNE to make it work. And so therefore, there's lots of applications of this. And this is why we, it's kind of in this idea of feature reduction, where maybe I have all these features, but maybe there's some relationship that uh, I just can't see and or understand. And uh, these different techniques, whether it's principal component analysis, TSNE and others, can help us discover these relationships between the different aspects of our data. Exactly. So hopefully you now at a high level understand feature reduction, principal component analysis, and TSNE. Of course, understanding it at a high level so that if it comes up in a conversation, you understand, you know, at a high level what it is, but putting it into practice is uh, very different. And that's where CPMAI comes into play. And so if you're not familiar with CPMAI, it's the Cognitive Project Management for AI. We are big advocates of doing AI right, including following best practices, and we are big supporters of the CPMAI methodology. So for our podcast listeners, we've created a free intro to CPMAI course so that you can learn more about it before, uh, you know, getting certified. So if you're interested in the free CPMAI course, go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI. If you're interested in getting the certification, then go to Cognolytica.com slash CPMAI. I know that many of our podcast listeners are CPMAI certified, and we've had some of our uh, CPMAI certified individuals on our podcast as well. We've had some great interviews with them where they've been able to share how they've been using CPMAI, how it's helped enhance their career, how it's helped them uh, you know, better manage AI projects and have less failure than the average, which is about, you know, 75 to 85% of AI projects fail. And we definitely do not want you to be in that statistic. So again, if you're interested in taking our free intro course or getting CPMAI, taking the training and certification, I'll link to both of those in the show notes so that you can just click on it and take it. Again, we thank you so much for listening to our podcast and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.